Funhouse is all grown up, or is it? Was that a question? Why do we keep numbering our podcast episodes this far in? Who, <laughs> who shot JR? Find out today on this anniversary laden episode of Dupe Stoop. <laughs> I was wondering what that was a reference to because it came in my brain. Oh, you don't know who shot JR? I, I, I was like, I'm Oh thinking, my God, Elise. I'm thinking is that of, all you? Yeah. Whoa. Look, you can see it's through It's clear. It. This is like when people <sighs> put grease on their pizza. Are they grease up their pizza mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah, or they oh. degrease their pizza. Yeah, which is kind of strange. I'm like, like, there you go. It now it's, yeah. it gets good. It's oh, good. <laughs> it's a salad now. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to another long-winded episode of Dude Soup. <laughs> Where we just talk about everything from you the got weather. Something to, on your shirt, what that? right there. Is, is that chili? Is that dry chili? That, Wait until he's done that speaking might be food, before you tell him about his chili um, shirt. The man across from me asking whether I have food on me is, of course, James Willems. Hello. Uh, here with his work wife, Adam Bulliard. Hi, everybody. Also known as Bones or Buckshot, or yes. we need to have it. We'll have a new Deuce. nickname for you. I always wanted to be Deuce because you were the second Adam. That Deuce. No, it's like that. never going to fly. Okay. And it also refers to poop. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Elise Willems. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. My, I had a greasy l- friend. I had a lot of grease come off me mm-hmm. on those blotting Can we wipes. dab you like mm-hmm. just throughout the show every few minutes? I, I don't want to. We might have to. I don't want to spoil it. We shot a thing earlier today where James had us put a lot of greasy calories into our bodies very quickly. Um, and it actually served as entertainment, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Sure mm-hmm. did. It wasn't just a weird kink of his. Jacob came back into the editing room and he was almost frowning. (laughs) Almost frowning. Wow. I almost got Jacob to frown. He did not look well. He was not having a good time. Uh, This uh, this episode we're talking about Dude Soup and celebrating five years. Uh, As of February 5th, we are now a five-year-old baby. Can we get those balloons to drop? Oh, yeah. Lindsay? Lindsay Bones? Can you cue the balloons? Balloons, bones, bones, balloons? Nothing. Anyway, maybe, maybe later. Post. We're going to talk more about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, there it is. Uh, it's close. Oh, yes. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, we got some sponsors today before we talk about ourselves for an hour. Uh, Stitch Fix. You can get started today at stitchfix.com forward slash dude soup. You get 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Bespoke. You get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and you enter the code dude at checkout and native for 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code dude soup during checkout. All right, let's get to business. Funhouse, five years old. Pretty crazy. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I remember well, that day. You weren't here. <laughs> you weren't here. Charlatans. James and I, though. We were here. Yeah. Well, not here. We were somewhere else. Yeah. We were in a closet, a utility closet mm-hmm. in the Culver City Studios. Where Jash used to be. Where Jash. We were. They, and it was sold to us as like. They open the door and there's a broom falls over and they go, Jash used to be in here. And we're like, wow, Jash. We like Jash. And we had two rooms. One was red, one was blue. Yeah. It was it was like a sort of like a horror experiment. Uh-huh. It was really yeah. weird. Like you, you run in there, just you're just ex- exploded with red. You're like, I gotta leave this room. I it's blue. I'm sad. Yeah. I don't think I ever went to that office. I know I went to the one that had like the Holocaust art on the wall mm-hmm. or whatever. That was the second office. The yeah, I definitely office, went yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I brought you guys cookies or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, who's this woman? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> and Joel got real upset. Yeah. He was like, you're, you're threatening my job. But we know each other for years prior to that. That is what you I, said. It's, yes. it's funny because that office had like all the glass panels. Mm-hmm. And it's funny thinking about what we do and how if we had if we had to still work in an office that had glass panels, oh how that God. wouldn't. Man. It was fly. a real stupid setup. Yeah. Well, it was a yeah. conference room. Well, well yeah. just having Joel in school like. Outside. outside, it was Joel, it was Joel and Peak. It was mm-hmm. Peak. Oh, Peak okay. was outside, and then was Jacob was also outside because Jacob was our intern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he always says he worked in like a hallway or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was weird because it's that full screen office where it feels like you're on the set of Riverdale, and then there's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like like ignore the golems, like, yeah, yeah. these weird mm-hmm. goblin people like hunched over their it'd be, keyboard. It'd be if the Adams family were characters in Riverdale, <laughs> <laughs> or the Munsters, yeah. more like. But yeah, we were to be ignored. Uh, it's weird though because we swapped offices so quickly. We and but it, it felt like such a long period of time, but it was only less than six months, maybe. It was so very like, briefly, yeah. Until we moved into this place because they kept talking about we're gonna get you guys a place, we're gonna get you a place. Um, the whole move over here was crazy. I know you guys weren't here for it, Bones and no, Elise. I had heard, um, heard about it, of course. I mean, there it was um it was a it was a crazy time. It was weird. It was the whole the whole journey from leaving Machinima to starting here was a, it was over the course of months, but it, the the turn happened over like a weekend, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went offline. People were like, what are you guys doing? Announced a new thing. We're like, oh, cool. And we basically didn't skip a beat. 
And so who was all crawling up in this building when you guys got here? Who was in this building? Yeah. Oh man, it we was, were the first ones in. Okay, right, but they were building out different parts because full screen was doing their SVOD yeah. stuff, and they're like, "We're gonna make it look like an office in here, so we can film stuff." We're like, it is an office. They're like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, imagine if it was like a loft and loud. Yeah. Yeah. More shuffleboard tables. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, they had it. They had a show that they were making, and then they were like, "Wouldn't it be great if we made a show about making that show?" And Oof. so, because that was the thing, they had a show that they were making, and then they were like, "Let's make a show about making that show." And so they were like, "Well, we need to convert the offices that we work in to be sets." Mm-hmm. So they oh. took down, there was literally a room which was like a conference room and they ripped everything off the walls and then put things up so it would look like a conference room. Yeah. And I'm like, not even <laughs> facade way. Now we just use it as a room. Like, like because we didn't pull anything down. But right. like, it's funny because it, that it was, they were, it was watching people take snow shovels of money and throw it into oh fire. God. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like, ah, I'm so much warmer now. That that was the gold rush, though, for a while. Like, it's really interesting seeing the internet landscape of entertainment go from one thing to another, where it used to be like, you know, gameplay videos, and then it's like, and then everyone's yelling SVOD, and who knows what the next thing is? TikToks, babies, who knows? We'll figure it out. But then that's around the time Bones um, and Elise joined us. You guys were well, like a year apart. Yeah, Elise was was our first hire. You guys started in like what late January or February 2015. Well, since it's our fifth anniversary, it'll be February 5th, 2015. And then I started working with you in November of 2015. Mm-hmm. Because some weeks prior to me coming to work with you, mm-hmm. they had just moved. Uh, we were working at Defy, and everyone knows the fabled fall of Defy and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah, it, like. No. Oh, Defy just like shut down overnight. And this, okay. is, this is oh, long after like, we were gone. Yeah, yeah. But they just like shut down overnight and then couldn't pay creators and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Smosh had worked for them. Wasn't like a riot at your office? Like people were just smashing stuff. And oh no, that this was out. like long after like game trailers was gone oh, and everything. Okay. When Defy like closed, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> weeks prior to me coming to work with you guys, they had like moved us into old closets, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh no! Like it was, it, it was a, a moment where they moved us into the closet. The, closet where like our offices were and there was an old prop skeleton in it like a, like a mummy and I was like oh my god like Ian and I thought it was so funny uh-huh. yeah. yeah we thought it was a mirror we thought it was yeah yeah we, we, were, we were like is it us we thought it was so funny though. is that when we where were you when we visited you we're still working for Machinima James myself and Bruce oh, yeah. Yeah. Shot that thing. you update. guys were still inside gaming you came and did an episode of mandatory update and that was when I was still doing the show out of our old defy office so like in okay. Beverly Hills mm-hmm. Um, and like that, that was not out. the skeleton closet. That was not the skeleton closet. Gotcha. That was when we it had like a studio. Okay studio and, yeah. yeah, it was nice. But yeah, you. I mean, I feel like we had talked over the years of the possibility of me coming to work with you guys at some point. But it always felt like a mm-hmm. like oh, this yeah. will never happen. But then November, you joined, and uh-huh. that was the end of Funhouse. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's what they said. They said it's over. Yeah. Game, shut jig, it the down. jig is up. Yeah, they said. Well, it. it was a good six months. Or James whatever. will never be funny again. Someone, with his wife sitting right. there, he'll never be judging. funny again. Yeah, a lot of people judging. said that. No, I know. I know. They and, still do. Yeah, a lot of people said that. Yes, yeah, so um, but what most people said, I give it five years. They didn't realize I was on <laughs> on better. I, I had, it was on better behavior when you weren't. Around. Why? No, I'm just saying. Everyone was like, he's, he's trying to impress he's us. Not gonna, uh, I'm I'm a worse person around oh, you. Uh, sure, I say he, much worse things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm, I'm the same way with Jess, where I'm like, I feel like I'm my, my true self. Again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's when all the racial slurs come out, right, no. Bones? <laughs> yeah, you know those words you say when no one's looking. Uh, mm. Those thoughts you have mm-hmm. that you just want to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to improv here. This is, <laughs> this yes, is safe yes, no, no, no. This is where it is therapy. <laughs> we just let it all out. Well, we're not recording. There's no... <laughs> I thought it, it... Also, when those people were saying that stuff, I'm like, oh, they must not have gone and watched anything I did before oh, this. Because... You know, not that we were like I think as uh, like vulgar or blue as Funhouse, but we would constantly make, be making jokes about my vagina mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, which I know what you're thinking, like my vagina and joke. That's redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Bones loves it. He loves it. He's also he hates women too. 
You would never <laughs> tell us that. What did you have me on? <laughs> just punching it, bag. This is just a punching bag seat. Mm -hmm. Lindsay wasn't available. And no. then Lindsay's helped TD. I know, she's she's uh, Omar came to work with us. Mm -hmm. um, well, first, um, it was who? Le it was Joel or Spool left first. Spool. Spool yeah. went on. He he wanted to move back home, uh -huh. um, and we we said goodbye, little bird. We mm -hmm. we will miss you and. That was sad. And then Joel wanted at least kind of that was another thing too. At least kind of transitioned in as, as yeah. spool was Which was out. never ever the plan. It was no. never like one person is left. We must replace them. Mm -hmm. Um well, I was really excited to work with Sean too, because I had known him over oh. the years. <laughs> I know him over the years. Deuce. And mm -hmm. it really liked him. So yeah. Yeah. and Joel obviously I was excited to work with mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um and then and then Joel, yeah, I believe left shortly after. And then Joel did a lot of the programming. And that's I remember when Bruce said Oh, I have a friend. I think he'd be great at this. And then uh, I wasn't. Yeah. Well, he's I always like, "Well, there. we have a problem. His name's Adam." And we're like, "Oh no, no, no!" For the first time ever, I was the first Adam anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, on like you know my high school when there was twenty two of us or whatever. And it's like, oh, this sucks. That first week was just every time someone said either our names, we both like put our heads up like prairie right. dogs. And, yeah. yeah, that's back when we were all shoved in that office. Mm -hmm. Now where Inside Gaming is. Um, mm -hmm. But then that's, I forget how it happened. We're like, oh, we need a nickname for. For Adam, what what is it going to be? And then I think at least it was like, my fault. She was like, "You said bones." She goes, what do well, we call bones? Because I was like, I was like, well, Bruce was out that week too. It was like the worst thing because I feel like Bruce <laughs> oh, would have no, Dad's away. Bruce would have fixed it, right? He would have been like, "No, we're not." He's a kid because the kid is your nickname for most of my friends. And, yeah. And how do we know the kid's an awesome nickname? And had we known, I couldn't call you the kid. Or just kid. Also, I think at this point, are you the oldest person working here? I've always here? been the oldest person working here. Yeah, you're really? 54? 53. Oh, okay. 53. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Uh, but one. yeah, I'm, I'm a year older than Bruce. Yeah. Even, so. You're not really 50. What no, are you? I'm not. You're 30, what? 30, you're not to answer I'm 39. Question. Yes, and. You're 39? I'm 39. You look great. Thanks, guys. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm 26. It. Oh, fuck mm -hmm. you. Like yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, uh, were, we were, oh, sorry. I just uh, have a gross story to tell. But, please. Uh, yeah, we were, uh, Jess and I were, uh, we were driving this weekend and I saw a billboard. Where it said, it was the, it was like a sign for a stripper and it's like, like hot and legal. And I just went, ugh. Like, oh, man. I don't like that. We were, you don't like we were legal? I don't, I don't like when, because the implication is like, well, thank God they're legal, but I want to be as close to not yeah. as possible. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's gross. There was a we commercial. We were staying in a hotel. Yeah, that was coming on. The only time I ever see commercials is when I'm in a hotel. Mm -hmm. At least I were in a hotel. And this commercial kept coming on for like a call to have someone. Call girls and talk call, to them. Call. They but still do that. The whole thing was how she was like, I'm so disgustingly close to being illegal, <laughs> like illegal, but I yeah. swear to you. And it was like, it was like, you know, most men see me on the street and they think there's no way she can know anything. Ooh. She's so almost illegal, but yeah. I am legal and I know things. And we were, we both, I think at the same time, let out an audible, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And then I fun. jerked off in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want someone who's like, I've traveled the world. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had love. I'm, I'm tenured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been, I am seasoned. I know the world. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, I, maybe no. Words are tough. Yeah, I, mean, I just because it's like the wrong word is like, well, yeah, you don't want seasoned, you don't want leathery, uh, <laughs> you don't want legal, uh -huh. rickety, yeah, <laughs> sun baked, buoyant, like potato. Just, yeah, <laughs> I'm potato s. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, yeah, it was just it was funny. We're driving. I was like, ugh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting old. Uh, and like I'm just like, she has a father. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who did so, bad? So does the old leathery or one two. too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're we're getting off track. We're going through the history of Funhouse. Um, anyway, we were all shoved in a room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it got way too crowded because I believe we. I, this is one of those things where I remember the audience has an issue with where they go. It's really great when everyone's in the office and you guys are recording. Like, yes, but those people are working. Yeah. yeah. And we feel terrible disrupting their day because mm -hmm. when you're in an editing groove and then you hit at least with a stick and you go, hey. Hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, mm -hmm. okay. huh? It's like, yeah. get up to speed on this bit, say something funny, mm -hmm. right? And then go back to doing work because it needs to be done by three thirty. Yeah. Well, in those, in those would, moments, it works, but not that I would be trying. Like sometimes I'd be like, okay, well, I'll try to listen. If something happens, I'll like turn around and do. Like ponytail is mm -hmm. a great example mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. I was like listening to everything that was happening, and I was like. My hair is in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can contribute to this in a right, right. in I, maybe a funny way. How did Bruce um, not know you were in the room? <laughs> After all, you're his wife. Yeah, according <laughs> to stupid right. article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was hard. Where like sometimes I'd just be like trying to edit, and I'm like, I can't. I like can't hear. Right. Because yeah. these, you know, 
military grade headphones are not uh, quality in the they're just <laughs> the standard issue. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. staples uh, ready, I guess, uh, is what we would define. That room as. was nuts. Yeah, and like right off camera on one side you had Dan, and then Don was on the other side right off camera. Yeah, we started uh, sort of beefing up at one point. Like once, yeah, I think. Joel was the problem. <laughs> he was the dam that broke. Yeah, it took eight um, people to replace him. Basically, yeah. In a, in a way, it was like, well, shoot, now we're we're behind on someone who is a, he was an on-camera personality, kind of not real. Yes, he was. Yeah. Like, yeah, we never were like, Joel, you're only on camera. He was like, well, I have a job to do, but I'll, I will perform what I need to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was a fantastic programmer. He was like an all-around great person. So I was like, yeah, we have a, there's a lot to replace him. Yeah, and also was- you guys were editing as yeah. well yeah, and you time. needed to be dedicated to recording more yeah yeah so we, yeah. More we were post. we were growing on that we were growing on the Rooster website we're like we're trying to grow in all these different directions and it was like uh we were lucky that we're finding people and mm-hmm. it started with you and elise so it's actually pretty mm-hmm. cool that it like grew that way and then we uh kicked you out and put you in a bungalow oh the bungalow <laughs> i kind of missed that a little bit do you Honestly, like I know there was a whole. It wasn't a it good was situation. Edge. It yeah. wasn't a good situation. But there were lots of days where I was like, I would go there to watch an edit, and I was like, God, I wish I could just stay here. It was like the Wild West. It like there was there was at least some sort of semblance of natural light and circulation yeah. in there. And when you walked outside, you walked out into the room. And at this point, we would have a lot of full screen people who would just knock in. Mm-hmm. They they, oh, they yeah. just come in the door. They're looking for the men's room, and then, and, and then we go, oh, it's it's the other door, and they go, uh-huh, and then unzip their pants and urinate <laughs> on our floor. <laughs> it was basically one step removed from that. Uh, so, like, we were always dealing with all this bullshit, and then again, like, yeah, like, lots of disruptions, and um, sometimes people would do exercises in there, and it would be oh, like yeah. a stink, and it funky. just, you couldn't yeah. get the smell out. Your guys' toilet um, broke a couple times. Well, yeah, I mean, we had our own issues. Yeah, there was... Dog fights. There were dog fights daily. There was the that <laughs> toilet overflowed. I mean, there was there was some issues. Yeah. Uh, I guess for those who don't know what a bungalow is, if you've ever been to an overcrowded school and you went to yeah. Spanish 101 somewhere, it was typically in this. <laughs> it's a portable classroom. It's a double yeah. wide trail. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a prefab. Like it, it's mm-hmm. a pre-built room that you go in. Yeah. And when you step on it, it goes thunk, thunk, thunk. It's like really hollow and metal. Uh, and then you brought your barbecue and would cook yeah, outside. Would have, that's yeah. the thing that was fun. We'd have yeah. cookouts out there and yeah. like. Every Friday, we'd, we'd watch all the videos that were going up on the weekend all together when we were mm-hmm. done with, you know, all of our work. And, yeah, there was there was definitely some fun spots. But now we have, like, the best room, though. This place is great. Well, so what the, in the next chapter of what happened, mm-hmm. uh, that thing uh, James was talking about earlier where they were building rooms that look like rooms, mm-hmm. um, I still remember that day. It was, like, the CEO of full screen came in. They're like, hey, team, gather around. And, like, we kind of poked our heads in and saw. And it was, like, a big group. And we're like, oh, fuck, I know what this is. And, like, mm-hmm. you, you feel that feeling in the bottom of your stomach, like, you're, it's the sort of the survivor's guilt where you're like, that sucks because I've been on both sides of it or yeah, it's yeah. like layoffs freaking blow. But then it was basically they're like, well, you guys have a lot more room now. What would you like to do? And then so we just basically did a land grab and we're oh, like, yeah. take this room, take this room. Take, like it was so crazy. We're like, this room had one desk in it. Well, and now it's our single cam room. We mm-hmm. weren't yeah. counting on them failing, but there was one point where we almost moved to a completely different building. Oh, yeah. That was in a different part of town, and we had developed. Um, Adam, Bruce, and I had developed a plan for how we would make that a functional space mm-hmm. and build into it or whatever. And so we weren't counting on full screen coming in and saying, "All right, all of you out." Um, but when it happened, we already had this plan in place, and we were like, "Oh well, if we just move what that room was going to be to here, and this yeah. room to here, then this is how it all pans out in this." portion of the building and where, so we just did that I don't I barely remember that where where was that it was on Washington oh god I was so excited about that yeah, there's yeah. an airplane it just <laughs> hanging yeah. on the <laughs> roof that it was a pretty that was a pretty sweet place yeah. we were like it had an outdoor patio like yeah. a second floor we were just basically gonna originally the plan it sounds good now but like originally the plan was like we're gonna move into this other building bottom floor is gonna be full screen you guys will be top floor and then there was going to be this, we, it looked like a docking bay. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to build that out into a functional studio that both of you guys will schedule and share. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this sounds amazing. And then slowly it became, it became, mm, well, actually, <laughs> we're going to need some flex space up on that second floor. And we we're like, that's fine. There's a corner office out to the mm-hmm. way. Take that. And they're like, we're going to need most of it. 
Yeah. And we're like, wait, hold on. And yeah. they're like, we're, you guys can have this one office. And we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then the whole thing fell through. Right. Um, yeah. So ultimately for the best. We just like yeah. backed out. Yeah. 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 Man, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was, I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, we're going to get all, they had this like outdoor patio. I, I remember like, how excited you were. Yeah. We Disneyland, one of our Disneyland trips, you like went, you were like the whole way. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm one it. of the worst people in the world because I get really excited about things that aren't going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, guys, you're going to love this one. I should just be like, just shut your trap and be miserable. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's what I do. I fight. That's what I do. But, I, I just like keep it all in, let it fester. Yeah. But we uh, had the plan. So yeah. when when things changed here, we managed to move yeah. over. This brings us up to year 42. <laughs> yeah. The uh, long winter. So I got some questions uh, from some folks on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll be hearing from those shortly. But first, I want to give a little shout out to our sponsor, Stitch Fix, right now. Looking good helps you feel good, and a quick way to take care of that is to improve what you wear. Now listen, I would love to change my face and all these horrific things about me, my greasy, greasy body, this weird lump that's grown back here. I'll take care of it. But you know, I can't do that. But you know what I can do? I can change my clothes, change my attire, and I can impress everyone around me. So Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, Go to stitchfix.com slash dudesoup, answer some very simple questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for men, women, and kids all over the U.S., and now the jolly old U.K. That's right. There's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep, so shipping exchanges and returns are always free. That's pretty awesome. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box, You'll never have to think about looking good ever again with Stitch Fix. They do it for you. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Once again, that is stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. Thank you, Stitch Fix. Okay, yeah, so before this podcast started, I uh, I asked like, hey, we're doing this podcast celebrating five years. Got any questions? Uh, most questions are like, when you all quit, <laughs> Bones? Uh... You, you can't leave. As your boy, I mean, you now, have to now, I think I think the channel. I will say this confidently. I think the channel, the last gasp of the channel, will be Adam and Bones. Yep. <laughs> Just us making gameplay videos. Yeah. <laughs> in oh. Culver City Studios. Well, he'll be this husk. <laughs> and I'll be like, it's, it's basically like really sad Beavis and Butthead, where it's like, hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dick Bones? Bones is the skeleton from Elisa's closet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have nowhere to go. Um, but no, some actually really good questions. Um, this one's from uh, Brend Erlen. So, do you have a favorite running gag? Anyone here? Mm-hmm. I know there's a few. I, I didn't realize there was the there is a compilation made by uh, our friend Personal Gravity mm-hmm. where it's the huh and hmm. Montage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which I didn't even realize we did. Well, yeah, there's so many variations of it though. There's the Bruce look, mm-hmm. yeah, that falls into that category where he says something confidently and then he goes <laughs> like that when you say that's one of my faves. But yeah. I always like I always like the saying something confident and then someone goes, well, that's not how it works. You go, huh? Like <laughs> yeah. what? Like and then you never resolve it. <laughs> um, that is that is a funny one. Yeah, I, I uh, there's plenty. The the. We don't do it as much anymore, but my name is Elise. I, I, think once I Don retired it because I was like, I felt like I had done it a lot. It was mm-hmm. it was a fair amount of content. And then I was like, yeah. eh, I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I I'm, I'm yeah. need to find something new. And well, I, I, I mean, outside of Funhouse, I'm always a big fan of that was my nickname in high school. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's just infinite. You can yeah. use that forever. Well, there was the one, too. We ended up using it in Arizona Circle where you're like, I don't like to use the word hero often. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I was like, he says it all the time. He's going to work it into something. And yeah, then, yeah. of course, it Josh made a Josh wanted discussion. to cut that. And I was like, no, that's such an, like an Adam thing because you say it. It was a James thing. It's my joke. It's your yeah, joke, yeah. but then Adam says it. Do I it just, say it? It just... Works. You you were the one who responded to my saying it the most. Okay, but you've yeah. been saying that all the time. Yeah, do you it watch the worked. videos? Oh. I well, so this was another thing too. Where uh, I was just talking to Jess about this over the weekend, where because she's been recording podcasts on her own, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "Did we talk about this?" I'm like, "Welcome to my world," where I don't yeah. I record so many things. I, I don't know if I've said it in a video, real life, or I dreamed it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, that's so many times where they go, people go, "You guys make a lot of the same jokes." Like we hang out a lot, mm-hmm. and that's what happens in a, a strong, yeah. healthy relationship. It's easier than new jokes. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, this uh, name, this lovely name, Pykele Mowers, uh, yes. wants to know our uh, favorite series that we have ever made. Oh, man. That's oh. tough. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I don't know. Hmm. They're all, it's like when it's all your children. 
Yeah. You just pick whichever one is the most masculine. <laughs> <laughs> to edit, I used to really enjoy FAC. I really, really liked FAC I was FAC just thinking of FAC, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time with that. And then, like, in being and stuff and producing stuff, like, I had a really fun time doing Indiana Jones, doing yeah. Slater. I had a really fun time. Mm-hmm. That, uh... That I think it was Hitman Contracts with the Matt Peak. Oh yeah, that's those the Matt Peak arc was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, the Cocopa Dur- demo was good. Oh, man, yeah, there's, there's, I'm, yeah, the Mothers Be Aware saga that oh, we had. Yeah, that's great. I like when those things naturally sort of yeah. come up, and mm-hmm. that, that is I, maybe a, a misnomer. Some people have or um, some sort of misinformation where they go, like, oh, you know, they write their sketches. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think recently John Smith came up to me and goes, hey, so I'm thinking about doing this for the video. I'm like, don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Let it come up naturally. It'll be fine. If you have an idea, use it. Um, like I, I went into a uh, My Summer Car, which is another fun series, yeah. where I found a stack of paper and I was like, the joke will be the guide is this big. Mm-hmm. That is as far as the joke will go. If it lands, it lands. If it doesn't, we move on. That's that's about as far as we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it, yeah, I think it, it doesn't become as much fun. I, I It's more recent, but I am really proud of Countdown to Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. I I was really proud that I somehow managed to make I, that happen. Every I didn't I didn't want to step on your shoes. There was something. Oh, I was gonna say speed up for Sonic. Oh yeah, I was gonna pitch that one. Well, I thought about that up, too. Right? There just wasn't enough time. Mm-hmm. But there's, now there's, there's not more. enough time. But right. but Morbius doesn't come out until sometime. But <sighs> did you way. think when in the in the trailer when he put his bloody hand out, it was like a mouth was gonna open on it, like in the cartoon? I was hoping suckers, so. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping like Vampire Hunter D where he eats oh. dirt for some reason. What's yeah. with vampires and hands that do things? I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, this is from uh, Nathan, suddenly oranges. says, uh, 15 years ago uh, or just when you were younger, where did you think you'd be at this age, similar to where you are now? So, you know, when we were in our early 20s. 15, 15 years Wait, ago. that's true. Crap. Yeah, because I'm 35 yeah, this, this month. You were 20. You were 20. Man, I thought I was going to be selling insurance. I was studying anthropology at UC Santa Cruz. Yeah. I thought I was going to be an academic. Uh-huh. Same. I was. Nope. I got my political science degree, and I thought that I'd maybe be like a pundit or a journalist, or I would be. I could see you on like Fox News with that, that blonde <laughs> hair all puffed quaff. out. Yeah. I thought I, or maybe go to. I had like people, like every, all my peers that were like, were like, are you going to apply to law school? Or, and I was like, no. Why would like I? It sounds really, really sad, but like, I got to a point. And this is gonna sound really sad, and like I'm looking for sympathy for myself. I'm not, but I, like I had a point in my life where I I thought that like these kind of things are for other people, like mm. it wasn't for me. What do you mean, you people? It's very Canadian. <laughs> like your dream, like dreams were not for me. Like be, being a performer was not <laughs> no. in your future. But I I always like when I was in high school, I did like plays, and I yeah. liked being funny, and I like, but like I was like, oh, like I need to do something serious, like mm-hmm. something real, a real job. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why I thought political science would take me into a real job. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but like life worked out, I guess, you know, or you're still waiting for it too. Yeah. You thought you'd be doing better things. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, realistically, I'm very pleased with where I've gotten so far. Um, and, but that being said, yeah, 20 years old, I was in film school making movies Mm -hmm. and preparing for that that pathway writing scripts and you know prepare like maybe getting to the point of thinking like yeah once this is over i'm gonna go out to la and then like really do it or whatever so but yeah i was kind of already weirdly i was already doing it because i was very active in like clubs and stuff like that where i was like i want to act and i was performing and stuff and i go i want to write scripts and make those things and i was kind of doing Mm -hmm. that and making Mm -hmm. those stuff um in a different world i could see you being like Brian Singer's pool boy. I wish. And, and every day he's like, I'll buy the script, I promise. Just come over one more time. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you don't have a pool. What the hell? Perchance to dream. <laughs> um, yeah. Man. I was also playing a lot more music back then, too. And music was a bigger part of my life. I was working on my music. I was. <laughs> I, I was in a band when I was 20. And I was like, oh, yeah, this what is kind of What fun. was the name of the band? Uh, Kyoto Sex Wolf USA. Oh, that's right. That's a cool name. Yeah. What did you play? play guitar but you've been playing a lot now recently yeah well i moved out to la and i because dan and i um Mm -hmm. we went to school together we like were all those things that i just mentioned we worked on together through four years of college um he went into more of like screenwriting and i went into more of like directing and multimedia stuff 
Um, but uh, we both decided we wanted to move out to LA. And so I had a motorcycle, he had a car. So he's like, I'll drive. Mm-hmm. And then so uh, we packed everything we could into the back of his, uh, I think it was a Forerunner um, SUV. Louise. Yeah, <laughs> we packed everything we could. And it was literally the point where it was like Tetris and we were like trying to figure mm-hmm. out. And I had this amp and I, so I was like, there's nowhere for this to go. Yeah. So I had to just, I just like, so powerful. I had to just like, I had to leave the amp. I packed my acoustic guitar and then I was like, well, I'll have this if nothing else. And then I went out. still get laid. I went out there, but then the place that we ended up living in, it was a two bedroom that had six people living in it. Oh God. For the first whole summer that I was there. Can I just say a real music lover would have had the amp on their lap for the drive. True. I had to drive for some of it. So it would have had to be on Dan's lap. No. Um, Sorry, two bedroom, six but, people. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the kind of thing where number one, you're busier than ever because you're entering the real world and you're working and yeah. you're tired. And and we also so we the way it's set up, we had, we worked during the day and then we still had classes that we were going to at night. And so didn't really have a lot of downtime to be like, let's pop out the old guitar and do whatever with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing was there was no point no point in time where I could pl- I would have to go drive somewhere to a park somewhere yeah. and be that guy playing guitar <laughs> in the park guitar. and it just just it just became yeah a hey Starbucks patrons yeah but you like this <laughs> flew down the priorities list <clears> but then, now yeah. you're playing a lot more I'm trying Bones yeah. we've seen from Talking Stockings is a great drummer not true percussionist mm-hmm. it's true it's me. well Mark. lucky for me Guitar Hero and Rock Band came out and they started scratching mm-hmm. that itch but. Unlucky for me, those don't help you <laughs> with an instrument. <laughs> Drums a Drums, little yes. bit. Drums, yeah. But, yeah. but still, yeah. So. Very little. Uh, yeah, I remember I, th- I, for the longest time, most of my life, I thought I wanted to be like a performer. And then when G4 had Kevin Rosley, they had the open casting call. I like and this story. I, and I, I remember being like, I was, I was working at a clothing store. Uh, that's when I first met Jess. And I remember and I, you, I saw the can thing. Can you talk okay. about your hand My hammer? Your, your hands, your hand rash. What's wrong with oh, I when I when I worked in the clothing store, I found out I was allergic to ink dye, or like too much of it. So my hands like just like it was just scabby. But I like Ew. the story because Jess, can I tell us? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't remember the story. Jess, well, Jess was like your like manager or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then she thought you just didn't want to like fold the clothes. Oh no, it was utter pain. But then you were, you had that rash, and <laughs> she always. She tells that story very fondly because I think she thought sweetly of you. What does that have to do with Funhouse? <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry. Uh, but I remember, I, I remember requesting time off and going, I need to drive down to Santa Monica this Thursday or whatever. I'm trying out to be the host of G4's Attack of the Show. <laughs> just a blank stare. Yeah. She's well, like, I'm going to marry you someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man's an idiot. I can mold this clay. Uh, and I remember going there and being super nervous. And then I, I did the thing where you read the teleprompter. And then I remember apologizing going, that was terrible. I'm really sorry. Um, you still do that, by the way. Yeah. You don't read teleprompters as much anymore, but when you do. Yeah. Well, no, that, that was the irony. Because I remember doing that, and then I remember walking and going, like, I never want to be on camera ever again. That was miserable. Mm-hmm. And I focused more on editing and mm-hmm. writing and everything in between. And then I landed at this place, machine. we're like, hey, we need you to be on camera. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Well, you're like, all right, but I'll wear a red mask. Basically, yeah, because I hated my face and everything about it. And the only reason why I showed my face was one time they sent a guy to Germany to wear the red helmet. And they said, oh, this is great. You don't have to travel. You can stay behind and edit while other people travel in your name. And I said, that's fucking stupid. So I took the helmet off mm-hmm. and used my name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is more for job security than anything yeah. else. Was someone like... Don't show those hands, those scarred <laughs> retail oh, I stopped, hands. I stopped folding close. <laughs> okay. Long after that. Yeah. Mm. No, that was um so that was wild. But yeah, I remember I almost went to film school. I like at the last minute said I'm not gonna go. And then I just started working at like I was nineteen, I think. Just like it was weird. Yeah. I did not think I'd end up here, but it just just sort of snowballed into this direction. Life works out yeah. in well, weird ways. In fifteen years, what do you think you'll be saying about where you are now. Man, it was so nice to get a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I wish Uh, that we weren't living in a solar wasteland. (laughs) Jail ain't so bad. (laughs) I miss when the beaches used to be back there. (laughs) The night wolves are howling. Uh The toxic toxic waves are. I'll be one of those people going to Mars going like, so it's a one-way trip? (laughs) They shoot us directly into the sun. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, another question from Low and Lem. Coolest thing you've gotten to do, you've gotten to do because of Funhouse. 
uh, the professional wrestling. I always think House of that. Pain yeah, that's pretty rad. An opportunity I never thought I would get. But the irony is that if Funhouse ended tomorrow, I would probably go back <laughs> to the school yeah. and keep wrestling. I was like, I have time now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I, I think, break my leg. Uh, not to speak for both of you, but mm-hmm. um, seeing you guys at RTX last year doing stand up was like proud father moment for mm-hmm. me. Just like I was like, so it's so weird when like you see a friend of yours have a talent. You were like, obviously, I know you guys are very funny or two of the funniest people I know. Mm-hmm. And then seeing you up there, it's just like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you guys killed it. I was like, oh, it's, thank yeah, you. Fantastic. You should do it. I don't know. I don't know if I have the... Jess always says I should, and I'm just like, I don't know if I have the brain for no, it. No, like, you do. You do. Yeah. Everyone, anyone who's funny has the brain for it. It's just the organization. Mm-hmm. You just have to right. figure out a way to organize your thoughts to do it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, know, I appreciate Rooster Teeth letting us perform at RTX, but Nick Scarpino is the one who got us to do it in the first place. Yeah. He's the one who yeah. reached out to us and was mm-hmm. like, I want to do this thing, and I want you guys to do it. And we're like, we've never thought about... I mean, I was like, I've thought about doing this before, but there's no way I could just do it in what you're saying. He's like, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then yeah. we were, we agreed to, we were like, okay, if you say so, when we got there on the day, and then he's, and then both Elise and I are like, what, the, how are we supposed to do this? There's no way we're going to do this. And he came to the lobby of the hotel we were staying at, and he was like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You're good. Jeff was there too. And Jeff was like, I was the exact same when we went around last night, and I did it. And Is I can't believe I did it. scared you guys have been performing? Uh, what about that 9-11 joke that you that was did? Fine. That's okay. her joke. I know, but you said it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person from New York was like, I don't, don't know. say I've it. Said, don't say I've it. said way more uh, callously fearless things, I think, mm. before to a much larger audience than mm-hmm. that. And there's a weird thing where once the audience gets to a certain size, it's not it's less scary. We had a meeting here yeah. yesterday, and I was standing up in front of all of you, mm-hmm. and I was talking to what, 13 people or whatever? No, some people weren't there. It's like 12, 11 yeah. people in the we room. We said like our own little like internal all hands. And like I, was like, I was like, oh, this is so <laughs> difficult. Like, yeah. you know. Because you can see everyone's individual face. Yeah, it's not you, a sea of you, you cue in darkness. on an expression. You're like, I just could I say something stupid or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, but their phone vibrated or they but, farted and they hope no noticed. Yeah. yeah. When you when there's that many people, I mean, I, I, need, to do, I need to do it more because I know that I would get hooked on it. I was Drugs? like oh. nervous when we did the documentary part, the Nick's documentary. Mm-hmm. But but like compared to people like Tim, mm-hmm. who was like super nervous, I was like, oh, he's got he's got it bad. Mm-hmm. But then when the documentary was coming out, Hannah was like, by the way, um, we did we did shape the story so it looks like you're really nervous to do it. She's oh, like, yeah. because it just made for a better story. And I was yeah. like, okay. It's just, <laughs> um, it's just a lot of feet in a stall or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> there, there were a lot of people that were like, I think, like sweating buckets yeah, before yeah. the show and just like, and I, and that made me feel a little bit better because I was like, oh, I'm definitely yeah. not dealing with that. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't think I love it in the way that you do. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think, like there was something ha- that happened recently that I was like kind of nervous for because it was like, you know, but like in terms of like coolest things we've gotten to do, mm-hmm. I iconicize a lot of um, like performers and comics and stuff that I admire and whenever we've done a live show and it's been in a theater where like you know X persons like like Steve Martin performed in this theater or whatever right. that like are we, we, I always, I, the, we perform where they have the Oscars yeah every year, yeah right? and like yeah. I have those are those are to me like the surreal moments of like mm-hmm. this incredible person to this here who am I'm nobody like mm-hmm. what are we doing and I know it's like whatever but th- those yeah. are like pretty surreal mm-hmm. experience. I just love Funhouse Live. Doing that was oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the Tiberius. The Tiberius. Like, I mean, you were so good mm-hmm. at it. I just really enjoyed it because that's what I did all through high school. Because you were like our stage tech, manager. Yeah, I did technical mm-hmm. theater all through high school. So like yeah. going, being able to like just dive back into that and you know help you guys put on that show. And just and, yeah. that, and being on stage for like little little stupid seconds. You were of so it. good mm-hmm. at not, it. Was fun. Not being able to do more of that is will always be a regret of Funhouse for me because yeah. that 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 show had a lot of prep that went into That's it, great. and I thought it went really really well, and it was really great because it was like you know you were really excited about these things, and then I was like oh well the next one we should figure out like now it's not last minute. Yeah. So we can like think and we can figure out, oh, well, maybe there's something that Bones can do or how can we mix it up or whatever. And also it wasn't filmed because we were like, oh, we'll do a bunch of them and then maybe we'll film the last Mm -hmm. one. We put it up for everyone because we're going to reboot it for next year or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't get any of it. Yeah. There had some really good bits. I was going to say, I think some of my favorite things have more or less been our failures. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. like Tiberius method was like it in my mind it was a success but then when you look at it on paper you go well you did one of them mm-hmm. and no like only a handful of people have seen it but I'm like yeah it makes it kind of special mm-hmm. and it was this really cool idea where never at one point we're like it's a cult <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it just turned into this thing and I was like it was this really fun collaborative project same with um sex wing and uh Arizona circle and all these things that were like they're they're us you know shooting for the stars and mm-hmm. like maybe not landing it but I'm like I'm so glad I got to do this because yeah. these are things I dreamed of doing elsewhere and I like got a shot to do it and it, it was like well you know what that cartoon you worked on we're not asking for another one and you're fired it's mm-hmm. like they're like just go back to work yeah. keep doing what you're doing and like I, I enjoyed going back to doing gameplays when we came back from like Arizona Circle or I was like oh I, I like being able to switch things up so I don't know it's it's been rad that we could do these sorts of things and I you know, hope we could do more something similar which we already kind of have mm-hmm. late last year uh you guys will be seeing I guess you can see some of it now but mm-hmm. soon soon there will be more yeah so. oh a new show coming from yeah. Adam and James new, mm-hmm. new show will be coming and we'll be talking about that show after we hear from our sponsor we should do a, a trailer that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys feel that it feels like it's cold it's getting chilly you know why because it's winter and this winter, I want you guys to start a new routine to upgrade your everyday life with a monthly box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to celebrate an occasion with a champagne saber or toast perfectly aged winter cocktails, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, you gotta love that stuff, cooking tools and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. They have a lot of cool looking boxes like the Weekender, a favorite here around the office. I actually just got a really cool looking dark gray one. So when I have those quick, you know, little weekend trips and they got this uh, awesome little fancy drinking set that uh, will make you look rather classy. So to get started, take a little quiz over at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories and it's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only $45, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Don't worry, we checked out the math. You come out on top. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code DUDE at checkout. That is boxofawesome.com, code DUDE, D-U-D-E, 20% off your first box. Get it. Thank you, Bespoke. We should do a trailer that's like, from the mind. Of Arizona Circle, <laughs> from the mind, from from the the people that brought you Sex Wing, <laughs> Tiberius Method, Crush Party, like, like, like a bunch of stuff. Uh, that one uh, Sun article where mm. she touches her ponytail, ding ding yeah. ding 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 ding. Yeah, viral, viral. Yeah, the things uh, <clears throat> my cousins say. Hey, I saw you on the front page of Reddit. I'm like, we have a subreddit. I'm like, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't from, subscribe. From the people who brought you that gif of that one guy pre- pretending to kill himself while that other guy talks <laughs> on the train comes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, I got two more questions here that I, uh, before we finish out mm. talking about the history of uh, Funhouse because we did kind of stop about a third Herstory. of the way through. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Katie in the AM. Congrats, Funhouse. What is something you thought would get easier over time as a company, but it's just as hard as it was in the beginning? Heart. So many things. I mean, time management. Yeah. Maybe. We always think like one day, one day we'll take those Fridays off. Trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to be successful on YouTube. Dude, You're I was f- just about to say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's not it's not the sexiest part of this business, but it's it's important. And that's how you guys make your money. That's how we all make our money. Well, you're on the front line yeah. of mm-hmm. it too every it's, day. YouTube is like great because it's free and it's there for everybody, but it's always changing and trying to trying to figure out how to keep getting the content out to the right people and and staying successful is really tough. Yeah. And also not having to edit the hell out of every video. It, it yeah. feels like the best metaphor <clears throat> I can think of is imagine if you're in a pod. Mm-hmm. This is this is for you. this is for YouTube and how it feels, I think, where we're at. You're in a pod and then the pod releases and you wake up and you're a hundred feet underwater in the middle of an ocean. Mm-hmm. So you swim and you swim as hard as you possibly can. And then you finally break the surface and you're like, oh, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And we've made it to a point where we're not, we haven't drowned. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. We can breathe. Mm-hmm. Except that you look down and there's a 50 pound weight <laughs> attached to your leg. Uh-huh. So you can breathe and you're above the water and very grateful for the fact that you can breathe and are not drowned. 
but now you're treading water <laughs> as, as the weight goes by Man. and then YouTube changes something and they just go like, hooks another five pound plate on there. And you're, oh my God. Dump a bucket of like, water on your head. I'm sure this goes for any, any successful person in any successful field, especially entertainment. But like, it, it just feels like you're always trying to stay yeah. above water. There's, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any point where we were like, all right, well, We've made enough money, everyone's happy, and we can just walk away and like yeah. let it like it's like no, it it is still a job and it feels like a job that you you need and you want and yeah. people people gotta do. Yeah. No, I'm and after Adpocalypse when that thing happened, it, it is a it is, I remember when it was happening, I was like, this is a touchstone. This is a yeah. this is a really important moment because I knew this day was coming. Like when I was first at Machinima, I'm like, this ain't gonna yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can't do this forever, and it was. <laughs> and then when they first, they're like, "Well, now it's watch time. Now it, it's not just clicks; it's watch time." Like, okay, well, there's the first one. Mm-hmm. And then once it was, okay, now big sponsors took a look at it, and a huge cut of revenue went away. Now we're going to be tightening stuff up. It's like I knew one day it was just going to become TV again. It was yeah. like we're going to move our way there, and the CPM is going to drop, and you're going to have to output more videos, and you have to put out more, and you have to do twice as much work to go where you were a year ago. And it's like, it is exactly what James described is like the most perfect metaphor of what we're doing. But we're, we're fortunate that it's like, we do have different part of a business where it's like, we have a merch department that they make good merch and then our fans buy our stuff and that helps us there. And then we have ad sales deals. where like, it's looking back at some of our old, like ad, like custom ad deals that we've done. We made some really funny videos that get a lot of views for some reason. Those are great. Like you yeah. guys integrate the ad stuff really well. I think part of it is our approach is generally we only say yes mm-hmm. if we can see a version where it works. So like the kernel yeah. is a perfect example. Like like the KFC was mm-hmm. like, hey, we want to do a branded oh, ad man. deal. And then we would have, if there wasn't a world where Elise was like, I can do a kernel. Mm-hmm. Well, we, Adam said you will do kernel. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I said I said oh, it was like a it was like around Halloween, right, or something like that. It was that. in October, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I you know, September. I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because Spirit was like selling mm-hmm. things. I remember going, oh, okay. I remember thinking, like, oh, and then I said, hey, sales, can you ask them if we could dress someone up as the Colonel? And they said, absolutely, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. And I was like, Elisa's the Colonel would be perfect mm-hmm. because they do that whole thing with the Colonel where they're switching out yeah. characters. And I said, Elise, would you play the Colonel? And then I said, I'm sorry, Lisa, you're playing the Colonel. <laughs> yes. And um, I mean, oh, I loved it. I had a great time. No, you were, and you were I fantastic. It. Thank and like, you. we were, we were watching, we were, you guys were working on that video when we were on vacation mm-hmm. going to Disney World. Oh, yeah. And I remember showing Jess and she was laughing at it. I'm like, that's a good sign. Like, mm-hmm. when you can make a sales video entertaining and then also, like, you made more money from that video than you would have if you just uploaded well, it. Well, yeah. sometimes I think, that too, helps. when it comes to a sales video, we actually, not intentionally, but put in more effort because we're we're trying to overcompensate. We're yeah. like, okay, if this is a sponsored video, it's a sales video. We want to make sure the audience isn't thinking like they're just collecting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure it's still a great video. So sometimes I do think we maybe go past. Yeah. I mean, know, I think it justifies it though. It's you know, yeah. with the fluctuating CPMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that security is like, oh, this is nice. At least we know what this video is worth. So when YouTube yeah. comes back and says we're demonetizing this because yeah. you mentioned boners or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're, yeah. we're talking about chicken wings, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't want to get into details about it either. But I mean, there what this speaks volumes to how good our our sales team is. We had a sales thing, and at the last minute, some world cultural event happened, and we said we're not comfortable doing this video. And the sales team said, "Cool, mm-hmm. totally understand. Mm-hmm. Your integrity is worth more than the money you would make from this." Totally awesome. And I remember, can you get me real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting real super greasy <laughs> talking about work. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it was it, it was kind of, it sucks because it was actually a pretty good video and I hope it I hope we can show it one day. But mm-hmm. yeah, there were just, there were some things that were like, we're not we're not comfortable yeah. putting this up in our audience going, oh, you just did that for money. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. it was a perfect world where it's like, we have to play a fun game. We got paid for we, it. No, no, we did it four weeks ago for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's yeah. cackling in the booth. <laughs> Me being greasy. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm still pretty greasy. Oh, God, I'm getting worse. You may be able right. to wipe the grease off your face, but it's yeah. not going to change the grease in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, apologies to the audio listeners if you're missing out right now. It's uh, Elise has a piece of paper I, that she's yeah, shoving into her I face. I have one and, of those blotting papers, and I'm dabbing and at the... Just a greasy kind of day here. Oh, my God, house. there's so yeah. much on this thing. It oh, says, hello, pretty you. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because now it's mine. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is oh. oh get off me. It's gross. All right, our final question comes from some rando. 
Uh, Joel Rubin. Why did Joel leave and why couldn't you find someone to fill his shoes? Hey, we already talked about it, Joel. Maybe because they're the type of shoes that are pointy and curled at the tips (laughs) and not everyone's feet can do that. And they can't catch up because they're always moving in weird, Uh rubbery ways. Um, Joel is someone who we all love, obviously, and we would all love to work with again at some point in our careers. Well, I mean, we have worked with him. You can see it, too, because it's like, like, hey, Joel, can you come in from this thing or whatever? And it's a Saturday, and he's like, yeah, sure. I I asked him to be on this episode, and he said, no, I'm busy (laughs) because I have a job. And I'm like, absolutely, I understand. Yeah, he can't get away as much. But we we literally hung out with him, played board games with him and his wife, Dana, this weekend, uh, played with his son, Mm. and and then he was like he was like but seriously like just i just need like I need uh, 6 months th- notice 3 weeks heads up <laughs> 3 weeks heads up and the general like can yeah. make things work and we're mm. like like well Joel we understand you have a life but it's mm-hmm. i don't know he's there, he's there's, a delight there's that one joke it's, it's an old tweet where they said the most unrealistic thing about Jesus Christ was that he had 12 friends at the age of 33 or something <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah and that is that is one of those things where I'm I'm am grateful for that. I'm like in my 30s, I have a lot of people I consider friends I get to hang out with, and like yeah, I don't see Joel half as much as I wish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always grateful for when I have those times where I can hang out with him. Mm. So I don't know. We need to do another trip with him or something. You know, yeah. just kidnap him, yeah. do something like that. Joel's uh, he's so talented. I I know the question Dreamy. was a while ago, but I, another thing <laughs> like beyond the creative things that the uh, the audience sees, I do think that some of my favorite moments have been like going to Disneyland with you guys yeah, and like fun. going to Universal and like even when we just like hey it's a Friday and we're gonna do a party here at the office like just hanging out and chilling and like those points where you can just be like we we are all friends and mm. uh, we we work together but it is fun to just get together and do something fu- like an acti- mm. activity we had that BTS go up on, on the channel a couple weeks ago we have another one coming soon but like I think all of us are quietly hoping that maybe that opens a path. Like we do these things and then maybe if it's worthwhile financially, then we can find ways to do more activities and go places and go play laser tag together mm-hmm. and like see how that turns out. And you know. Well, there, there was a great example the other day. James and I were both going to the gym. Um, James riding his bike, I was jogging. My bike's been broken. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's close enough, I can jog. And James was at a light and he was turning and I was wearing short shorts, like these short, like Lululemon shorts. Mm-hmm. And I was stretching at the light and I was looking like an idiot just for James because mm-hmm. I just wanted to make him laugh. Uh-huh. And then a car pulled, I had my headphones in so I couldn't hear it, but I guess a car was like honking at me. And I was like, what is this? And they were like, and they were like, uh, hey, can we go? And I was like, I don't fucking work, go, I don't, whatever, dude. <laughs> like, it's fine, but then James- I'm after, trying to turn on my friend. Well, then later James like, oh, they were calling your name. They recognize you and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like, well, I was just trying to make James laugh. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, fuck everyone else. Well, there was a guy who <laughs> I think saw me on the bike, and he was like, oh, shit. Oh. And, 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 but then this was happening while Adam was, like, holding on to a bolt pole <laughs> and, like, stretching his hips or whatever. Yeah. And then so I, like, I'm looking at Adam, and the guy's like, oh, shit. And then he looks, he sees Adam, and Adam's going, like, <laughs> and everything like that. <laughs> and there's no way yeah. for me to say, Hey Adam, that guy knows yeah. you too. Uh, <laughs> I, I had like hard style going like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, like this is a good beat. Let's yeah. make it happen. But then, but then the light turns green and I just biked away. <laughs> and, Adam's like, and then Adam goes back to normal with the guy there. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and he's just these three dudes shouting at me. Like playful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Look at oh. some of these notes here. Game trailers is a shell corporation. What are they? <laughs> oh man, I don't know if we'll get through the rest. I mean, so much of the history of Funhouse has been recent, uh, with yeah. obviously like Lawrence and Bruce moving on, which has been we've been covering that tirelessly mm-hmm. in the last few months and you can go back and watch those podcasts talking about like there was this weird like it feels like there, it was like the, the early years and then it was like three years of fast forward and yeah. now today and I'm just like oh my god it's been a blur and there's been so much happening and like oh god might have to just do another podcast and talk more about this stuff but I want to talk about the things that have happened in the time span that Funhouse has been a thing since it started in 2015 now it's 2020 um, since then Machinima has collapsed our old job and the place we work for has absorbed it mm-hmm. into itself, That's like an amoeba. Bonkers! It's, it's so weird. honestly, so it's part of me is like cool, and then I was like, oh wait, no, that's a statement on the organization of media within America, <laughs> and one yeah, one giant octopus just wraps its tentacles <laughs> around so anything. So funny, like because uh, I mean, I feel like your cat, your inside gaming catalog was such a point of contention. I'm mm-hmm. like, we have all this great <laughs> oh, yeah. stuff, but now it's all yours. They again. just gave like, it back. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was this yeah weird thing where it's like, well, it, we'll put up on the Rooster site because that's like the safest place for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because 
yeah, there's no content ID there yet. Mm. Um, yeah, and I wrote in here, Game Trailer is now a shell corporation. <laughs> it's ba- the, the irony of Game Trailers was they sued YouTube because YouTube was uploading Viacom clips or whatever, and then it created this whole thing where there was a court case that said, YouTube is not um, responsible for what gets uploaded. It's on the user. Right. That, is, that created that whole thing. And Viacom went, huh, great. And then someone, like Elise, was like, we should really start a YouTube channel. Like, no, we refuse. Yeah, I mean, because we sued them, and then they went out of business. We really couldn't, you know, in the not not when we sort of moved on with Defy before that. Like, couldn't really pursue a YouTube strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember you venting those frustrations yeah. a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's unfortunate because yeah, that's YouTube is the biggest billboard out there. Yeah. So yeah. when you can't like draw people to your site, you know. Yeah. Where I mean, we're gonna it, put all these game trailers. Yeah. <laughs> but now <laughs> there's a website. Game trailers is owned by IGN. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it is basically just a YouTube channel now that's still in my RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Puts up game I, trailers. Yeah, I mean, that that is really and it. Easy yeah. allies are flourishing and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. going all, bigger than ever. No, but yeah, I'm, they, they have a dawn. Um, yeah, Star Wars was rebooted within that time, and it went well. They're making more money, I guess. I guess. There are three of them. Yeah. There's more than that. Well, yes. Yeah. We got a, we got a new trilogy. We got Rogue One. We got a Mandalorian. Like, I just thought it was so weird that it was like in that time period. It was it's like, all happened. yeah, it all happened within mm-hmm. this five years. Like, oh God, um, we're still playing on the same game consoles that came out yeah. in 2011. Mm-hmm. We're about to be done with that. And the Switch came out. And I think we all kind of agree that it's probably the best console out right now. It's next to the Outpaced yeah. the Wii, right? Or what What did it just outpace? No, no, no. Not, oh, pardon yeah. me. Not the Wii. Not the Wii. No, it beat the um, uh, the original. I mean, it beat the Wii U. But was it, it the NES? Something like that. There was a guy Something that came. Or, I don't forget. Yeah, it's doing yeah. so well. It beat uh, the. I think it's already beat the Xbox One. It got me to play Witcher, which is like, oh wow, wow. how I was beat, that? Experience? I beat it. it was wow. Awesome. Oh my god. I don't. Yeah, and like I don't play a lot of games, but mm-hmm. man, cool. Man, um, in terms of like PC Wonderful. gaming, I don't feel like a lot has changed. It's it's been about the same. The card numbers have gotten mm-hmm. higher. The Pentium processors have gotten a little faster, but like there's been no major change. So that was kind of interesting in five years. That was like. Mm-hmm. The biggest change I can think of is M2 cards, which are these tiny little solid states that go into your motherboard. Boring. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, quantum computing. It'll be here one day. Yeah. Our phones will fold soon, and then we'll see. So, yeah. I mean, like, overall, I was saying technology today. Has anything really changed for you guys? I use Bluetooth like? headphones now. Hands, you know, cable-free. That's what it's changed. Honestly, that's the most, the biggest day-to-day technology I think that's changed for me since the inception of Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think anything, really. Yeah. I mean, we I, mean have like, I started playing video games. That's the thing that changed for me. Okay. Well, welcome aboard. Here. Thank you. Hey, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, nothing nothing major. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say in the less fun side of things, I think culture has changed pretty dramatically. Oh, God, yeah. I do feel mm-hmm. like like politically the country and kind of maybe the world is more divided. Outrage culture, cancel culture. Was. There's a lot yeah. of elements like that. There's things, there's definitely jokes that I would have not even hesitated to make because they're so obviously jokes you know, mm. you can see it in our content that I wouldn't do today because I'm like, well, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be a part of that, and I I will find a different joke to make. I was talking so. to Lindsay about this right before we started filming, but it's like I don't really go on Twitter anymore. It feels to me like the new Facebook, where mm. it's just a sea of voices, and you're trying to get attention. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person, mm. and I think it's bad for my mental health. <laughs> So. It's definitely bad for my mental health. Attributing yeah. a score mm-hmm. to your creative thoughts yeah. is like mm-hmm. is like really is like I don't tweet that much. I am on Twitter a lot, but I don't tweet that much. Mm-hmm. And anytime I do, I'm like like oh no, mm-hmm. people didn't like my tweet, and I'm like that shouldn't matter yeah. at all. But it's strange too, where it's like these are the things I believe, and 250 characters or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I try not to yeah. del- really tweet as many opinions or personal things I guess as I do like just funny yeah but that's worse things. I'd rather tweet my opinion as no one cares mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm like this is a funny joke or observation or picture well, or reference and then it doesn't do well I'm like oh it's not funny well, <laughs> well you know what I've been doing lately is not tweeting jokes because I go I'm going to save that for a video or mm-hmm. if, I, if I have a funny thought I'm going to save it for a GTA and make it a talking point mm-hmm. or a podcast like I like the, the barely legal thing we talked about earlier I'm like I could do that and go 16 retweets, you're doing great. And you're like, but it's like, what did I get from that? I just gave away free content when I can make it part of my job Mm. and provide some actual entertainment to people rather than go, huh, Mm -hmm. huh, just move on. It's so, it's just so empty. I don't know. Are you checking how many people liked your last tweet? How many followers you got? Mm. You more popular than me? Let me see some great stuff here. I'm just going to check one. Um, 
So I got some, uh, that, that's about as much time as we have to talk about ourselves. I didn't, I had Super Bowl on here. I had the story that Elise sent me about how Disney's suing schools. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, have, I have a lot of good tweets here. Yeah, you're a lot of good right? tweets. How's your pin tweet doing? Is that Yaddle? No, her okay. pin tweet is cookies. It's still retweet cookies. if you yeah, love cookies. That's there, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. You do, never apologize to me. You bow <laughs> um, to no one. <laughs> we, got some, <laughs> we got some final things to talk about before we get, uh, before we get out of here, but uh, before we go, I want to give a little shout out to our sponsor, Native. Quick question for you guys. Did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum or aluminum, as they say, as our friends say, you know, across the pond, which forms basically a plug in your sweat glands and they keep you from sweating? Not good. Native's deodorant is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. So another great reason to use Native is it is safe. Their deodorant is formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It is also vegan, and it is never tested on animals. We love animals here, so that's great. They use ingredients that you've heard of, things like coconut oil and shea butter, all very natural things. Making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean you have to sacrifice on performance. No. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long, which is very important in a world where you have to socialize. <laughs> they have some amazing scents, over 10 in fact, including their classics and rotating seasonal ones. You're guaranteed to find something that you love and is right for you. Native comes in a variety of options for men, women, and even teens. That's actually very important. I know a lot of you going through that time of your life where all of a sudden you're like, huh, it doesn't smell so great. Yeah, you need deodorant. They also offer an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula for those with those sensitivities. They have a no-risk-to-try policy and free shipping on every order with 30-day free returns and exchanges in the U.S. of A. Are you still not convinced? Well, check over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who made the switch to Native. I personally ordered mine already. It's the scent Charcoal. I'm liking the idea of smelling like a good old-fashioned man's man, like I've been working all day when in fact I sit in an office. I might fool somebody. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DUDESOUP during checkout. Once again, that is 20% off your first purchase by visiting nativedeodorant.com and using our promo code DUDESOUP during checkout. Thank you, Native. All right, before we get out of here, uh, I want to talk about some stuff coming out this weekend. Uh, so we got Project Winter. This is a video James and I shot two and a half years ago. No. no. Yeah, pretty good. It, it was be. August. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's this, uh, it's a fun little like isometric werewolves type game, who's who, and we mess mm. around a lot in Japanese surfers for yeah, some reason. Yeah, uh, shot that a long time ago. Uh, then we also played Strange Brigade. I think we shot that back when we first started the channel, back in 2015. Yeah, okay. I think that was the first video. Yeah, some big jokes. Okay. It is an older recording, but <laughs> not that old. Yeah, you know. And then uh, on Monday, we got another episode of Lights, Camera, Trash. This is our new Monday slot video, which mm -hmm. is like, you know, sort of a wheelhouse demo disc style thing. Mm -hmm. we, We're playing the worst movies. Tune in to see what game we play or what movie we played. I can give you a hint. Okay. Can you? What's the hint? I forget his name. Uh, no, the one Lindsay thinks it is. Billy Zane? Billy Zane. Oh, okay. Is the hint. And Lindsay is laughing. <laughs> because Rude. Because you're kind of racist. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're white racist. <laughs> what is Billy Zane? He's Greek, uh, no? He's fantastic. Is he Greek? No, he's, I mean, he's, he's great at everything he does. He's really. phantom. Okay, That's right. what he is. Uh, and then one of the last videos I want to shout out. When is this one coming out? We're doing another um, Friday. Gift this Friday. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow when you're watching this on YouTube, or you know, maybe mm -hmm. years later after the earth has imploded and you found a little micro drive with humanity's remains and you go, <laughs> what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. Why are they just sitting in a diner? Yeah. <laughs> what is this set with <laughs> lights? What's wrong with their seats? Yeah. Why do ah. they sit weird? Are the, are the men big or small? I can't tell. Uh, but you will find this video uh, that Lindsay is loading out a clip for us. So this is our uh, Five Below gift guide for Valentine's Day. It's we did magical. it again. Load clip. She's doing it. She Hang on, tape. it's not working. That's fine. <laughs> Beta Max. And then we have to stay quiet while you show it, right? Of feeling good is looking good. Okay. And water is basically life. Okay. So right here we have the water bottle humidifier. Now, you know me, I'm a huge uh, proponent of plastics. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's everywhere and you can use it for everything. Yeah. So why not make a humidifier out of well, it? Well, you pull plastic out of the ground and everyone says how bad it is. Yeah. So I think the more plastic we can get into the world, the better it's gonna be. If plastic was so bad, why would we have so much of it? If plastic was really that bad, do you think you would see people walking around all day with so many plastic bottles? I don't think so. I think I need a power source. 
Now, this is a great product, but unfortunately, you need a power source. Okay, well, And the only one we have here right now is a, a giant laptop. I mean, you have a you have a laptop like this basically anyway. Everyone right? has this. Everyone has. And there that, you go. That's an interesting clip. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> I, I, I had picked a, that clip? I did. About four minutes before we started <laughs> really? filming, oh. I just picked a random part. Uh, it is it is bonkers. It's madness. I have a lot of fun making that show. I hope we can keep That's this going. That's our Valentine's Day gift guide. Yeah, yeah Valentine's Day gift guide, all under five dollars. Mm -hmm. um, someone tweeted at us the other day and was like, "You you know that uh, gamer tech guide was really good. You guys should make that into a series." And I went, "Ha! We already have." Yes. <laughs> uh, we and we we definitely have an. We want to make it monthly at the very least. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I I love making that show. It is. We do it in one go. It's it's a it's lot of fun. fun. Yeah, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, thank you guys for watching, listening, however you enjoy your podcast. If you enjoy this, please share it with a friend or two. Or, you know, just make some extra accounts. Just download it, you know, just get it going. I don't work? encourage that. No. Does that work? I didn't. I was a joke. That's a big joke. Anyway, we'll see you guys mm -hmm. next time. Enjoy the channel. Tell a friend. Bye. See you in six Thanks, years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>